Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. What's trending? All right, let's check in on the hot topics. Trending, trending, trending. Number one on what's trending. Normally, you'd be hearing from Andy Reid on a Monday. He is not speaking today. So we're going to have to wait till Wednesday for any sort of update, perhaps on the status of Chiefs wide receiver Juju Smith-Schuster. As we all know, had that scary hit yesterday in the win against the Jags. Had to be helped off the field. Is in concussion protocol. That'll be kind of the story of the week just to see how he progresses uh, and and what his likelihood of being able to play on this Sunday, if not the following week. And also, McCole Hartman, let's not forget, he was ruled out on Friday for, for last week's game. We'll see how long this abdominal injury is going to impact him. The good news is uh, th- we were just talking about Kadarius Tony. The fact that you have Tony playing maybe gives you a little more uh, security, and if one of those or both can't go, you at least have somebody now. Suddenly you're like, okay, it's not the end of the world. Yeah, it does make it seem a little more viable, certainly on that end, but obviously still worried about Juju's injury because – Concussions are weird, man. They can linger for very long periods of time, or you can be back to normal in a relatively short period of time, which is obviously what's happened in the Tua case where he's been back on the field and playing successfully during that time. But yeah, it comes with a risk no matter what. I'd be worried more about it if the Chargers had won that game last night and they were looking down the barrel of facing a tie in the Chiefs this Sunday. But instead, Chiefs could lose this game and still be in first place in the division, which completely changes the atmosphere, at least for me, going in there. And now all of a sudden they're like a seven point, they're like a full touchdown favorite yeah, against six, LA this week. Depending on the book, six and a half or seven point favorites. But that Chargers team, they, you mentioned it they're last hurt. night. They got some more injuries on the defensive line. Like they're they're a mess. It was kind of remarkable. They they were in control of that game for m- much of the night, but the Niners came back and ended up getting the win. Next up on Watch Training, KU and K-State, their official kickoff time announced. Big Fox, they're going to be on yeah. there on the day after or the Saturday after Thanksgiving. There'll be the night game, 7 o'clock on Big Fox, Big KUK State game. First time, it's only like the second time in their history, right, that both teams are undefeated at the same time they're playing each other? Because well, they they're both, not, undefe- not undefeated. Or not undefeated, the, winning records. Sorry. That might be, yeah, yeah. Because the simple reality is K-State was miserable for like a 15-year period in the 80s, and Kansas has been so bad during all this run. It's pretty rare that these two teams are good at the same time. So they get the Big Fox treatment. That'll be fun. No, I'm excited that, one, it's just not an 11 a.m. kickoff. That's, I think I... I think that's what's exciting to me more than the, even the fact that it's on the main Fox broadcast is that it's not stuck at 11 a.m. So for those people that are still going through the holiday weekend and all that, seven o'clock, everybody's got some time to, to make their way to Manhattan for that for that game. Hopefully both teams can, can get another win or two before that weekend. You going to go, Nick? The UK State game out? I don't think so. I think I'm going to spend the, the weekend around friends and family because that's what matters most. I love how we can't even take him seriously. He's, he's saying such a normal thing, like spending time with my family. But like we, that's something but we a, can't. A, a different person would say, and I believed, but not yeah. him. When it's Nick saying, we're like, sure, we know you don't really mean that. I can't love people. I mean, but that's 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 where you put yourself. Where now, when you say something completely normal like that, we're like, that was a very normal sentence, like, but no more. Eh, I don't know if he's really telling because the truth. you know who says that people who have live, laugh, love put on their wall, and you don't. So I can't have normal human emotions about other humans. I have to just only be a sports robot. (laughs) 
Yes. For this purpose, I guess, at this moment, yes. College basketball. How about that with the local schools? KU, uh, or excuse me, uh, College football. College Just football. The results. Yeah, we, we do have college basketball tomorrow night with the Champions Classic, but uh, college football, KU lost to Texas Tech over the weekend. Missouri got blown out by Tennessee. K-State, though, had no problem down in Waco against the Baylor Bears. So uh, all three local schools in action over this past weekend. Only one of them got the win. Kansas got that win to go bowl eligible, and they're like, we're good. Anything else on top of this is obviously just good news for Kansas. They'd like to build on it. But they were good as soon as they got to bowl eligibility when that became a realistic possibility. K-State, man, when they play their best, they're one of the best teams in the country. But, yeah, they're just inconsistent. I can't figure them out sometimes. Next up on Watch Training, Paul Hoover, officially named the bench coach for the Royals. He served in Tampa Bay with Matt Quattraro. He was the on-field coordinator. It's a job that used to be held by Rocco Baldelli. So, obviously, stealing some more people from the organization that has had quite a bit of success. I'm not going to try to pretend and understand whether or not this seems like a good hire because they're a good organization that makes sense. (laughs) Do I know if Paul Hoover is good at what he does or will be a good bench coach? I do not. Do you relate to the Hoover vacuum family? Do we know? Is there a part of the lineage there? Is this like like Arthur Smith with the Falcons? We're going to find out that he's like, he's a, he's a vacuum billionaire and he's just chosen the life of MLB bench coach instead. Cody, do you know if was the Hoover dam named after Herbert Hoover or did Herbert Hoover name the Hoover dam? I don't know. The okay. only thing that's under personal life for Paul Hoover is both of Hoover's Gold. parents are deaf. He learned American Sign Language at a young age. That's what you need to know about the Royals' new bench coach. Gold, do you do you have any more insight into the Hoover, Hoover Dam? Dam? The naming of? Um, I think at the time, there's some like his secretary or something actually named named it that. I don't think he did. I think the guy, so like any anybody that... He, so he went to his secretary, he's like, you name it. No, 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 like, so his secretary of whatever, I don't know. Uh, whatever power? The, what would you be for that? Pro, no, like Sons? some... Did uh, you just say secretary of power? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is. Here's it's like a, a made-up title in a Here's Marvel actually, movie. you want the real answer? I don't know if you really care. <laughs> Owen Wilson has that job in the new Black Panther movie or something. Why would Owen Wilson <laughs> well, be he's in the MCU. Black Panther movie? He's yeah, in the it's, new... It's, uh, Ant-Man and Wasp movie. He could also be in the Black Panther movie. I don't know. It's named after him, but he did not name it himself, if that's what you're asking. Unlike the Browns, you know. Right. Right. Uh, (laughs) Okay, so Hoover, uh, President Herbert Hoover. Yeah, it's um, named after him, but he did not name the dam himself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Hundreds of lives lost in the building of the Hoover Dam. That's true. That is true. Uh... (laughs) Lastly, on what's trending, my goodness. Uh, the Panthers have announced that Baker Mayfield will start at quarterback this week. P.J. Walker's hurt. Remember, P.J. Walker got the win on Thursday Night Football against the Falcons this past Thursday. But it's now Baker Mayfield time for at least a week, I guess. And then at some point, I'm sure we'll still see Sam Darnold again. Nick, uh, Sean Barber was really upset with you that we were talking about potential Coach of the Year candidates and Jeff Saturday that you did not mention Steve Wilkes who has also taken mm. over a tumultuous situation, specifically you, has also taken over a, a tumultuous situation and has done pretty well with it, all things considered. Yeah, how come you didn't mention him, Nick? Don't care. Don't care about the Panthers. Yeah, Jeff Satter is kind of a bigger story all week, you know, from a TV set yeah. to being named the interim head coach. I watched uh, Joe Mixon score five touchdowns against the Panthers last week, and Steve Wilkes is a defensive coach. I also saw Steve Wilkes as the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals a few years ago, and he was, how do you put it, terrible. <laughs> well, I think I've seen enough there. You should text Barber back. Well, he's yeah. listening, so I'll just tell hey. him now. <laughs> True. 
that's what's trending <laughs> here on uh, on Cody and Gold. Coming up in about 20 minutes, we'll get right back to what Sunday meant also for this AFC playoff race, how interesting it is, and suddenly the Chiefs have sole possession of first place in the AFC. We mentioned, though, uh, that there's not going to be any update for a couple days, we think, on the Juju uh, injury front. Very serious hit, scary hit for everybody uh, to see, and it's something that we, we've seen a couple times this year, in particular, just like the, the the reaction that he had, and then his teammates ended up helping him to the locker room. Of course, he was in concussion protocol immediately, did not return for the game, and that'll be a story throughout the, this week. But I, I think the the frustrating part is how on earth – is there not a bare minimum a bare minimum a penalty? The flag was thrown on it. Then they picked up the flag and said, no, nothing illegal about it. Uh, then the MVS hit, nothing illegal about that one. And then I watched Sunday Night Football, and this is actually when I was more frustrated than the, the moment about the, the juju hit because obviously I was it, was it was a scary hit, but I didn't necessarily think players should have been ejected or anything. But then I'm watching Sunday Night Football when Justin Herbert, who is a quarterback – was running. He wasn't in the pocket when this play happened. He became a so runner. So he's a non-quarterback. Yep. The he, second they start running, that's usually the rule. He started running, and Greenlaw, the linebacker for the Niners, ends up getting ejected from the game. And if you watch that replay, his situation was he was not going for a helmet. It wasn't helmet to helmet, but then his own player pushed on the him. other side pushed it into her, pushed him into Herbert to make it look like a helmet to helmet hit. Luckily, Herbert bounced right back up and was good to go. Uh, after leaving the, the game for one play, they had to check him out. And so... What's frustrating about it to me is if you're not a quarterback, we can stop with the phoniness of, of player safety. And we, we've seen plenty of examples of that. And I thought Sunday, the, the dynamic between the two games, right, really showed that. Sunday night football to what we saw happen here at Arrowhead where Juju and MVS were not protected by the league. In the way that game was officiated, because they're wide receivers. Because they're that's wide the receivers. very simple. Yeah, exactly. And, and MVS even spoke about that a little bit. You know, I was standing right in front of him, um, and you know th- those those kind of hits are you know not welcome in this game, man. Because you know we all are playing, you know, and, and putting our lives on the line, you know, every single play, and you never want to see a guy go down like that. Um, and then for me to come in and get the same kind of hit two plays later, and there's no no flag, no penalty, you know, it's, you know, are, are they protecting us? You know, because you know as a as a wideout, there's not many things that we can do uh, when the ball's in the air. You know, to protect ourselves, and we got two guys go down the same type of injury. Um, you know, within three plays, uh, it's it's not fair to to the guys who put their lives on the line. Cisco, now my uh, least favorite of the Ciscos. Before it was <laughs> yeah. Anthony, Anthony Cisco. <laughs> there's a one. There a pitcher. The singer was my least favorite up Wait, to that point. Wasn't there Why? a pitcher? I don't know because nobody wants to hear the thong song anymore. Nick, <laughs> speak for yourself. <laughs> you actually played it. Like two months so ago you're on this show, me, you're we had, you actually played it like two months on this show when we were asked for dirty girl music. Do you remember? Yeah. <laughs> you oh, Andrew, it, Andrews. You, you played it during. <laughs> Wait, that so time. you don't like and, the thong song? I don't need to hear it anymore in my life. I'm good. <laughs> I've reached the maximum a, amount of times I need to weird, hear the What a thong weird thing! Song. Like I've I've had enough of the thong song in my life. That's it. <laughs> Do you I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> like what? Uh, Andrew Cisco was the Royals pitcher. That's who I was thinking of. I guess he'd be on the list, yeah, too. he wasn't any good, I don't think. No, he wasn't. Um, <laughs> no, I, I think the the problem I have with it here is that if the NFL doesn't step in and protect early, then all you're left with is a guy who has carte blanche to go out and keep playing that way. Because that's what happened. He had a hit that was questionable. They picked up the flag. And then he kept playing the same way the rest of the game. He had two more hits that were questionable. And... 
for the Chiefs in particular, I would be frustrated because they just got told we're protecting players and they penalize those people for saying those things, right? They're like, he's spinning guys down. And then Mahomes got kind of a chippy shot late too. No flag, nothing. So it's like, okay, are you protecting us or not? Because we're getting flagged for this stuff a couple times during the year. And I think that that's where the frustration for the team built up. When you heard every single player after the game mention that injury, I think that is circled and related to because they just experienced this earlier in the season, having this issue over and over again. That's where this came from. And it is a big deal. The NFL should find a way to officiate it. And it was a penalty. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if any fines come out. Not that it really matters. Uh, I know some people... I guess feel better about the situation. If yeah, what are we going to do? Take a victory lap? Also, if the guy got weird. fined like it's, we told you. Yeah, al- we know. It's also weird to me if you're going to find like if you didn't throw the flag on the guy, and then you're going to find you know what I mean that's always weird. Like that is is almost somewhat of an admission of the blown call as well. We we you and I have talked plenty, including we had a Dean Blanzino rules expert on what a, a yeah, month, month ago whatever it was, and it really the the frustrating thing for a lot of fans is like why don't they ever admit their mistakes but as he acknowledged the, the, that's dangerous territory as well it'd be i think in this perfect world oh the official after the game would say look i screwed up you know i just should it just, that's not going to ever happen and because there's there's unfortunately a bad spot to put yourself in as officials if that happens we all know blown calls happen and it sounds great that they would admit after the game instead of claiming to us that they made the right call but could you imagine after every game because it would happen in every game, because blown calls do happen every game. If the official every game said, I made a mistake, we can act like, oh, yeah, that's that's all I want. But there's way too many crazy people out there that that already react a certain way to officials and whatever. You don't you don't need officials yeah. after every game saying, I screwed your team, I'm sorry. Because nobody's going to be like, oh, you know what? You said sorry. You know what? I'm good now. That's a rational response, but that's not how people are going to respond to it. Heck, uh, Nick, what's the, the ref in college basketball? Higgins. Uh, got death threats. Right from from Kentucky basketball fans years ago, so it's a real thing. So I don't think the solution is just make the refs apologize and admit Try they were like wrong. Like a soccer referee in another country, they, it gets kind of well, wild there People, as well. Some refs have been killed. I mean, that's terrible. Yeah, some refs have actually been killed in some of these soccer games overseas. I do think that if, like universally, if you're going to protect players in certain instances, I understand this because here's the trouble: it's where do you draw the line between protecting a player and allowing people to play football? Because that was our argument with the Chris Jones one. To me, that shouldn't be roughing because, I mean, it's still football. Yeah. I still have to tackle him in order to play this game. And I'm sure Cisco's saying, I still have to hit him to knock the ball out to win this game. And we're like, cool, but not like that. Not with your helmet first. Run in there with your shoulder, which is what the ref claims they thought they saw in the moment, and find a way to do that instead. Right? I mean, that's it. All you're asking for is consistency, which is always the difficult challenge Anytime you come into this. And now we're going to have to ask ourselves the rest of the week, what does the offense look like without Juju Smith-Schuster or how they handle these things? Now he's gone. I'll say for the rest of the game, it didn't seem like it was much of a problem. They seemed to find other people to throw the football to. Scored plenty of points, even though they didn't get to 30. It was one of those games where they certainly didn't have to. Yeah, it's a division. I mean, even if the Chargers are struggling defensively all year like they are and they're hurting all this, you feel like you need Elise McColl back this week. I know Tony filled that role, but if you if, if McColl and Juju – couldn't go on Sunday, then you are talking about MVS is your one, Tony's your two, Justin Watson's your three, Sky Moore's your four. Like, you know, if there's anybody that could figure it out and make it work, it's Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, but that that would be kind of unsettling. So I feel like you need to have uh, one of those guys available. Juju's going to be more complicated in concussion protocol, and there's no there's no set time limit, right? There's, there's a, a minimum time limit, but 
Could be two weeks. Could be a week. It could be four weeks. We don't know. Concussions have knocked people out for seasons. We right. don't. Again, we don't. The the level of, as you pointed out earlier, the doctor said the level of fencing response or that kind of stuff doesn't necessarily dictate the term. You could have a really mild concussion or it appears to be a mild concussion that causes you migraines or light sensitivity and all those things for months and months and months. So we have to hope that it's not that. That's what. That's why they're trying to protect head injuries. Of all the things to protect, like they worry about like cut blocks and ACLs. Nobody's worried about the long-term stability of your sport if someone tears an ACL. Head injuries are the one you should be the most concerned about. That's the long-term, you're trying to live a quality of life thing. Like, that's the the one active injury you should be trying to prevent. So if you're going to get a little more flag-happy on any particular call, helmet to helmet should be it. Because if they get the personal foul, and Cisco has one, and he knows one more personal foul could kick him out for the game gold, maybe he plays it different, you know? Maybe he doesn't go after a couple of other players if he knows one more personal foul penalty could eliminate him from that game. This, this offensive line, though, have they have they reeled you back in a little bit? Because yes and no. suddenly, after the terrible rushing performance against Tennessee, that was a solid effort, and I think the O-line played a, a decent role in that. Uh, against the Jags defense, though, that we told you on Friday had been 20, what was it, 25th, 26th, though, in, in defensive DVOA the last four or five weeks. So it wasn't this daunting defense, but we hadn't seen the offensive line control the line of scrimmage in the way they did, or the defense, for that matter, the enti- both sides of the ball, control the line of scrimmage for that way in a couple weeks. And it's, so this is, it's been the inconsistency. Um, but we, we still see when, it, when it's on, man, that, that's when this team continues to be at their best. When this offensive line... Is, is handling at the line of scrimmage, that's when this team as a whole seems to be at their best. And I think it's, it's pretty simple. When you do that, not only are you going to be able to protect Patrick Mahomes, but you will be able to have some semblance of a running game. I would say the, the very simple answer, I guess, I would give is, uh, for now, I guess at the moment, I feel good about it because at the moment, they're playing good. But what I think I've come to accept is they just... Um, they're never going to get over their uh, inconsistency issues, right? Yesterday, they looked like one of the best offensive lines of football, and they were missing the right tackle for majority of the game, Gold, and it still didn't matter. Yeah, Prince did a really nice job filling in. So, despite the fact, and that goes back to the whole, like, should we try someone else at right tackle stuff? Not really important, but when you, like, he did a good job. They looked like a really competent offensive line. They gave him plenty of time. They were good in the run game, all those things. And then next week, they'll look lost again, and I'll be like, what the hell's going on here? What's going on with this team, and why is this a consistent issue that seems to persistently exist through um, inconsistency? That, to me, is the thing that kind of stands out about the offensive line. I felt great about them yesterday. They looked great. I think, depending on the game, you might get a top-five offensive line in the NFL, and I think, depending on the game, you might get a 20th-best offensive line in the NFL or 15th-best offensive line in the NFL. And I think that, similar to what we talked about with the running game, that should be what you accept versus try to find, try to assume that they're just going to be great all the time out of nowhere because they've had a, an entire year and a half, and this is pretty consistently how inconsistent, I guess, they've been. Yeah, I think the the running game in particular, I don't think it's a coincidence, though. What you know, Pacheco was able to get 80-plus yards on the ground in this win, and he was running hard, as we expect from, from Isaiah Pacheco. But that only happens when the offensive line is playing at the level it was playing at yesterday. That's when we were asking, like, who's to blame, you know, with the the lack of a rushing attack. And I think it was more offensive line and scheme than running back. You know, I, I understand that Clyde basically got benched, essentially, yesterday, only played six snaps. 
I don't think suddenly the rushing game yesterday was just so much better just because of Isaiah Pacheco. You know, as much as we, 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 we love the story and the hype around camp, like I think the offensive line also had one of their better performances. So I'm not convinced that it was just Isaiah Pacheco yesterday. By the way, I'm just I'm laughing because we've we are live streaming the show. People are asking how long video it's stream. Take. We're always streaming the show, but now we're on video. Yeah, the video yeah. stream is up. Nick intentionally moved off camera to eat his food. <laughs> he did. Well, I could see him shoving chips down his mouth, and he well, just like he moves slightly see, this off is, camera. This is what we, we talked about in what, order to eat him because we, we said that if you watch the live stream, you might see that when Nick tries to eat or when we <laughs> accidentally catch him, it was going to happen. And I like that he just moved just off camera in order to do it. Well, because we we discussed whether or not we should have all three of us on at the same time, or just have like Nick in a box or bring it up or whatever. This is the trip because there's a lot of times where people are saying, "Nick, you need a smile, man," but it's an awkward spot for Nick because there's a lot of times where he's standing there, waiting and, for a moment, waiting for a moment to talk with us, or he's eating, and so it's weird. He's just standing there, and we're talking, and. He's probably like, what am I supposed to? What am I supposed to do here? And so they're like, should you smile? They want you to smile. No, more, I, have, Nick. I have. I just want to let it be known. I have not at once today thought about what I should do here. Well, the tech, the the Facebook comments are all about it. From Greg, Nick, you got to smile, man. Okay. Got to smile. All right. They want more smile. Smile at the camera now. <laughs> you can watch it on Facebook. You're looking crazy. You can watch smile it on, at Kadarius Tony all of a sudden. You can watch it on Facebook or YouTube or Twitch. Text line is still there. Jay Southland, Toast Service, text line 913-586-7610. They said that's because Nick is a pothead. He's got the munchies now. Let him yep. eat. Yep, let me I eat. I think boys. you should let him eat. Let Don't disturb me. Cole did show the live stream in the break, his bag of Tostitos Yeah, it's chips. a real thing. It's not some made-up thing. I, yeah, and there was, there was salsa I could have grabbed, but it's way easier just to, you know. Yeah, I'm getting free love to Tostitos, I guess, today. Nick, what kind of chips were you eating? I was eating uh, Harvest Cheddar Sun Chips. Better choice than his. Oh, yeah, yeah. of course it is. Yeah. No, thanks. Do you only like Tostitos, or will you no. eat any other kind of chip? I like Ruffles. Um, regular. Do you like any chip that has uh, here's a my, flavoring here's seasoning on it? I don't like sour cream. So the sour cream and onion crap on chips is a no-go for me. I'm out. Every chip that has on my The list sour is, cream and onion crap? Yes. I don't like sour cream. Okay, so I don't like a sour. chip. It's great as a I chip. I don't like sour cream either, but I like same. it in chips. I, but I don't. I don't like that taste. Why would I like that taste in the chip? The taste aren't the same. When's the last time you had a sour cream and yeah. chip? No, uh, years ago. Years ago. Like like kid or like five years ago? Oh, 10 or 15 okay, years Okay, so if ago, Cody eats I, the egg salad sandwich, you'll eat a bag of sour cream and onion chips? A whole bag? No. You wouldn't do a little mini, like a little snack size bag like you just ate with the Tostitos? Oh, the egg salad sandwich? This is crazy. I haven't even ate all of these. Okay, would you eat... You get? Does that come with the breath mint as well? I don't want sour cream and yeah. onion f- taste yeah, in my mouth what? the rest yes. of the show. I will get no. you a full pack of gum. <laughs> I will get you a full pack of gum. Yeah. Someone said, did you say, did you say Nick in a box? Well, he is in a... He is in a box on the video stream. By the yeah. way, someone, seriously, though, can Odyssey not afford a chair for him? He, he chooses to stand. There is a chair behind <laughs> him. B-Dub sits in a chair the whole show if he wants to. Not the whole show, but if he wants to. Nick chooses to stand. He'd rather stand. And I, I kind of get that. You feel like you're more in it. You sit down. Nah, you don't feel as, as Nick into likes it. to move around. Yeah, I do. He, gets twi- he starts twitching. Yeah. I don't twitch. Starts twitching a little bit. What are you talking about? <laughs> Description. Yeah. I've never seen you make can't that sit, direct can't sit movement. still. I can sit still. I choose not to. I like to stay active. Yeah, Eric says sour cream, great on potato, less so on potato chips, but he'd still eat them. So, okay. There you go. Coming up next, the Bills lost to Minnesota yesterday in epic fashion. What it means for Kansas City, and it's happening again in Buffalo. 
You're listening to Cody and Gold, brought to you by Casey Bobcat. Rent or own from Casey Bobcat in Blue Springs, Olathe, or Tracy. Former Chiefs linebacker Derek Johnson joins Fesco in the morning. Mondays at 7.30 on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. behind Allen, and he tried to push him. He didn't get out of there. He didn't get out. He did not get out. That's a safety. Give it to us. Give us the safety. Look at what's taking so long. Oh, the ball came out. Yes, the Vikings Vikings are going to win. Are you kidding me? Yes, drop that ball, Josh Allen. That ball came loose. Holy cow. Vikings Radio Network there on KFAN in Minneapolis. Fantastic call. That was the Josh Allen fumble on the snap from former Chief Center Mitch Morris to him right there on their goal line. They just had to knee the ball, kneel the ball to seal the deal. He fumbles it. Vikings get the touchdown, as we know. Eventually, the game goes to overtime, and the Vikings were able to win that after the Josh Allen interception. Because of that, the Chiefs sit in first place in the the AFC and they Bills control aren't even first place in their division right now. Yeah. The, the, the bills are a wild card team as of right this second, the Miami dolphins are the two seed in the AFC. If the playoffs ended today, four teams, all four from the AFC East That's wild. <laughs> would be into the postseason. That should clear itself up here over the next four or five weeks. But it is pretty wild to think about that. This is what the bills did last year. It just happened quicker, right? I mean, the, the bills last year came into Arrowhead beat up on the chiefs, we're in the driver's seat for the one seed. Looked like they finally were going to make Kansas City go to Buffalo. They had a lull after their, their Super Bowl in Kansas City a year ago. Let the Chiefs pass them. And we know Buffalo then had to come to Kansas City. A great divisional round game. This year, I'm not saying for sure the Chiefs are locking up the one seed. There's a lot of football left. The Chiefs can lose a game as well. But the fact, Cody, so quickly, the Chiefs have already made the tiebreaker to this point not valid. Right, They're not tied with them anymore. Uh, is huge. It's 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 November 14th. I didn't think there was a chance of this happening until week 16, week 17, week 18. The, the Chiefs are already ahead of the Buffalo Bills again because the, not only have the Chiefs continue to win, but the Buffalo Bills have lost two games in a row. And I think a lot of it is like the idea of playing with the target under your on your back. Like, And they're not as good at it as the Chiefs are. Very not. few teams are, by the way, in the history of the NFL is playing as good when everybody is coming after you. Because it's not easy. What's important about this is what you talked about with the postseason. Because the Bills are still a great team. Uh, They're going to be a really good team. They're still going to win their division, in my opinion. Um, But you, because their division is so much harder than they could have even anticipated, and the Chiefs' division is so much weaker than they could have anticipated, 
We got a really good shot of the Chiefs ending up being the number one seed in the NFL now. Nine weeks, I understand. There's still eight games to go. The Chiefs have an incredibly favorable schedule the rest of the way. And that game in particular, losing to Minnesota and that game was really important because there is still a pretty good chance the Bills can rattle off a bunch of wins in a row. They got Cleveland and Detroit the next couple of games. New England, a very beatable team for them. New York at home. Like, there are plenty of games in which they will be favorites or even heavy favorites against the squad. And if and I and be honest, I still don't want the Chiefs to have to go to Buffalo. Maybe one day they're going to have to play their first ever road <laughs> playoff game. Right now, as it sits, they wouldn't, which is insane in its own right. But if it is, I sure as hell don't want it to be in Buffalo, do you? We all still think they're the second-best team in the AFC, right? Because them getting knocked down a peg is objectively good for Kansas City because you want to be able to be in control of your own fate. You lost to them, and it still didn't matter. That loss is already erased, and we're not even to Thanksgiving. That's really valuable for the Chiefs. Suddenly you – I mean, last week we had the conversation about who are the three teams or four teams that can still get the, the AFC number one seed – if you're Baltimore, you're feeling pretty good too, though. Like if you're they Baltimore, you're back, like, and you're, they have the easiest easy, remaining schedule. That's it, and that that's why it's kind of interesting if you're the Baltimore Ravens in in that division and where things are going. In Baltimore, uh, they get the Panthers on Sunday, who will have Baker Mayfield. Uh, excuse me, I think the Ravens are on a bye week. I, I guess I skipped ahead a week. They do get the Panthers after after their bye, the bye week. week. So on the twentieth, so they're on the bye, and then they get the Panthers, then the Jags, then the Broncos, then the Steelers then the Browns, and then the Falcons, and then the Steelers again. My God, so, they might win out. Um, so the, the Ravens are actually in a pretty good spot to push for the number one seed as well. Is Baltimore a bigger threat right now for the one seed than the Bills? No, because I don't think they're as good. So like, even though their schedule is I mean, that's got to factor up, in. That schedule's so favorable, we have to consider it, right? It, it does. I think Buffalo's still the better team. But last week, the three teams we listed, or when we were, I think maybe you added Miami into it as well, which they're, they're technically right there. But the, Ra- leading their the Chiefs, Ravens, and Bills, to me, are the three teams that are still the most likely to be the number one seed. I think if you were to have like odds on that, those would probably be the three teams. Miami's interesting. Even in their, the, even in their own division, despite leading their division, they, the Dolphins still have worst odds to win that division. So the, the odds makers still think the Bills will end up winning the, the AFC East, which, of course, is the, the first benchmark you have to get to. They're 7-0 and with Tua as a starter for the yeah. entire game. 7-1 and technically when he starts They're any fun. game, but he got knocked out of the game with a concussion. They're fun. They, they'll remind a lot of people of Cincinnati a year ago. I told you I think they remind me of the 2018 Chiefs. Really good offense, amazing offense, up-and-coming team, uh, but is that defense going to hold them back? That's where I'm still at with the Miami Dolphins, that I think that will come back to bite them in the postseason. But Mike McDaniel, the way he's scheming up that offense where – you know, Tyreek Hill didn't have 100 yards this past week. He had 44, I think, but he still had a touchdown. He still has a fact like Jalen Waddle. We know what he is. And now what's scary about Miami all of a sudden is they have a rushing attack. Their defense, if their defense can improve at yeah, all. Jeff just, Wilson's been very good the, since coming over. Yeah, Mostert's been rolling and now adding Jeff Wilson in that trade with the Niners. But their defense just took another hit. Former chief who we all liked, Emmanuel Ogba, uh, is now out for the season with, it was like a tricep injury, unfortunately for him. So they added... Bradley Chubb, but now they lose Ogba. That defense, I I have a lot of questions still about them there. Like I with like Baltimore, I think is at least equal as likely as Buffalo to be a threat to Kansas City for the one seed. And I didn't think after that Buffalo loss, we would have a moment in the season where the Chiefs could make a mistake and it doesn't bury them. Not lose to a good team gold. Make a mistake. Lose to a team you shouldn't lose. After they'd already lost the Colts game and lost to the Bills, I thought, okay, they can't make a mistake and still get the one seed. And now they can. 
Hell, they can lose this Sunday to a really banged-up Chargers team and still had the lead in their division. They got a two-game lead in their division. They got a half-game lead on the second-best teams in the AFC, which means even if they lay a lay an egg against a team we think they should beat, they're not, they're not out of the conversation. And what happened the couple of times that they didn't end up the one seed is that they lost a bad game they shouldn't gold, and Tennessee had too favorable schedule and too many wins, and they couldn't make up the difference because they'd lost to Tennessee, they'd lost the bad game, and eventually lost the one seed. In the year that the Ravens went 14-2, and two, you couldn't lay an egg. They ran out way ahead. They finished 14-2. and two. You couldn't make a mistake to a bad team and be the one seed. This year, you can. This is one of the times that you can make a mistake somewhere along the way or have already made it, let's say. Maybe the Colts one yeah. is the one that will stand there, and it hasn't prevented you. That game, like to me, I'm washing that game away now. It means nothing. The Chiefs are nine games into the season. They are the number one seed in the AFC. They have the best odds to win the AFC. They have the best odds to have the MVP winner in Patrick Mahomes. Like they're they're right where they need to be. Nothing that happened in the weeks that lead up to this mean anything because they're also getting ready to play their deepest version of offense if Juju and Tony and McCall yeah, all end up on the field together. Back. And the defense is also playing a complete game at this time. So it's like everything's kind of coming together at a good time for Kansas city. And they're already the one seed. They're not having to play catch up. Yeah. You, you, you can play even with the bills the rest of the way now and still be fine. That's with the bills, right? That that's a nice thing. You can play even with the bills and you're good. Now before you couldn't play even you had to make up two games and now, now you don't have to do that. So can you play even with Baltimore? Uh, not necessarily. It just depends on where things are at with the Ravens schedule going for the chiefs have a big game on Chiefs have the third easiest schedule. The Ravens have the easiest. Yeah, no, it's a good, I mean, look, the chiefs are in a really, really good spot. A lot of things, the NFL, the reason why it's unpredictable. Look yesterday, the, the Cowboys lost to the green Bay Packers. Nobody really saw that one coming necessarily. Uh, maybe you thought it was gonna be a close game, but that wasn't a popular uh, Upset pick, pick necessarily. No. So it can, it truly can change every week. And the chargers who are all banged up, they nearly beat the Niners last week or last night. And you would have said, there's no chance the chargers were going to win that game. And they were right there. So uh, we'll see on Sunday against them as well. Let's get to the random question. Random question. For you, Gold. For you, Nick. And over in the J South Anto service text line, 913-586-7610. Also on our new video stream, if you want, right? Gold, you've got the Facebook pulled up? I do. They're allowed um, to answer it there as yeah, well? Yeah, it's on Facebook. It's on Twitter. It's on Twitch. Uh, it's on YouTube. YouTube. Uh, and the video stream is now asking, wait, did Cody eat the egg salad sandwich? I see no hair on his face. A lot of people still think you shaved. He has not. <laughs> there is hair he, on my face. I promise. And we're not going to have you do it again earlier. Cody moved the camera really close to his face, and it it really screwed up the stream. Numbers think, dropped off. And we're not doing that again. We can't afford to lose is, viewership. If you look at the video stream, you see two people with normal-looking, fine-looking beards. Yeah, and then you see my face, and you're like, I'm not totally confident he hasn't shaved we, I was sitting right next to it, poker the other night. I was sitting right next to someone who didn't shave the exact same day I stopped shaving. Oh, this was a great moment. This was a great moment. I didn't realize it because Cody's facial hair was the talk of the table. Oh yeah, <laughs> and, or lack of facial hair, or whatever. Yeah, and it is. somebody said, well, "So wait, when did you last shave?" And he said, "October thirty first. And there was a man sitting right next to Cody with a beard. And he well, said, let, I also well, last shaved on October 31st. I mean, that's what our video And I mean, it was a hurtful moment at the table. Yeah, it's the same thing that you look at when you look at the screen. And I then somebody else say, said, I thought I couldn't grow a beard, and you're making me feel very good about mine. And theirs was, like, mediocre. And it's, he's right. It's a much better beard than mine. Because mine's not a beard. It's not anything at the moment. <laughs> By the time we get to Thanksgiving, you might have a little goatee. 
I don't want a goatee. That's not a. It's gonna look so bad. <laughs> that's the only thing. That based on how it's grew, that's the only thing you can hope for because you're not. It's not gonna grow weird on the side. Patch right under your chin where all the hair is concentrated. <laughs> <laughs> what am I supposed to do about that? Nothing. Uh, I, I I honestly think you should go to the barber where they put do the paint on beards. Facebook <laughs> Facebook comments are saying uh, they hear gout stunts facial hair growth, Cody. So, I don't have gout, so that might be the foot. This, Either the, way, this has nothing to do with the random question. No? I wanted to ask a question because I thought it was last week. It was interesting to me that Nick had not heard the story yet about the man in Philadelphia who was going out to a, an abandoned pier and eating a rotisserie chicken. He is now all caught up on 40 that story, plus days. Only to realize that I also was completely unaware of something until it became a bigger story. Had you before this week been familiar with FTX? Yes, but that's only yes. Because when that Here's story started coming out, I'm like, boy, I probably should have known uh, about this, but I guess not. Only because... And now it's a massive story, obviously, for not good reasons. Only because I'm... Whether it was with the NFT stuff or crypto, a little nerdy on that. Like, so that that's... Yes, I do know. I did know who FTX was. I had before. only and gotten into MLB, the NBA Top Shot end of it, so and, I wasn't buried in it. And MLB umpires have been wearing the FTX as their sponsor for the last year or so. I had not picked up I, uh I had a brief moment in time where I was a crypto guy, so... How'd that go? Well, he sold I mean, already. Yeah, he yeah, sold he quite a bit. I remember, yeah. yeah. So what's the so question? So you were also familiar. Just, I just wanted to know if I was the only person oh, not paying attention to not, FTX being a major brand, apparently, in the crypto space. No. Remember like, the Tom the Brady commercials? For, no, I don't. The Larry, Yeah, the Larry David FTX commercial. During the Tom you know Brady had a Super Bowl commercial for them last year. Well, like, so there were all those commercials at the same time, and the only one that I remember making a big headline for a little bit was the Crypto.com. And it was like... You know, like the Mars one with Matt Damon. And then the rest of them I just properly ignored like I do most ads. I was trying to figure out if I was in the, you know, like I assumed I was. But I was curious how familiar you were with that branding before it became an obviously much bigger story. Yeah, so did we check to see if the website has been scrubbed now? Because for a while, yes, Brady and Steph Curry were still on the website. But anyway, FTX, for those who don't, you want to explain what that is, is a crypto exchange that has gone belly up. <laughs> and, and one day it went in a single day. Yeah. yeah. Went from a $32 billion valuation to. And now they don't have zero. money to pay out. There's basically the equivalent of a run on a bank, except it's not insured. So there's a lot of people that just lost money are screwed right now. Well, and like the stories coming out of it are wild where he was just like funding his like 20 year old girlfriend's ventures separately. And you're like, I don't know what the hell's happening here. Turns out letting one person in charge of something that's not federally regulated or insured. Uh, or insured, uh, it was dangerous. Tell me more about finances. <laughs> you guys want to do finance talk on this show? Yeah. Uh, Tom Brady and Steph Curry are still mentioned on the website. Man, I'd be, if I were their agents, I'd be like, get us off of this website, please. God, they're still I don't want to be associated with this thing anymore. I doubt the uh, communications department of FTX is super responsive right now. I understand. Do you think they're busy? I'd be like, let's get, get my photo. I think they're unemployed. Off. Do you think Elon yes. Musk is happy about this? Take a little heat off of his current Twitter situation? I don't think it's really taking much heat off of his. He seems to still be. Have you decided to pay the $8? No, I've told you. I have t- never taken more pride in not ever having a check mark than I have the last week and a half, two weeks. And I'm not going to pay. And just it's do not, it so you can briefly say that you had no, a check mark. But, no, that's what I'm saying. I just told you. Because mine will be gone I, eventually, and I've we'll all be in the same boat. Never been happier to not have one. What's the over under for when Twitter's oh. gone? <sighs> to when we're not mainstream, like nobody's using, or do you think the whole site's going to shut down? The site just crashes. Mm, two years. Yeah, I, I don't. Two weeks, maybe. I don't. Everybody's talking <laughs> about a week. I don't, I don't buy that in a week the site's just going to be gone. You think it's just going to um, be over? 
No, but I, I think it it will be where the site still might exist, but nobody like it'll be one of those where like it really just fall like because uh, MySpace and Zynga when everybody was done with it, the site still existed. That was a surprise. like it was it it wasn't as if it just vanished off the face. Nobody, everybody stopped using it. It was still there, I believe. Does it still exist now? Uh, that I don't know. Could you, could, you? Could check? we go back to MySpace? Is that is that an option, or is it or is it too late on that? Is that oh. what you want? <laughs> you no. want to go back to MySpace? I don't. It does appear to exist as a website. So it's worth. As far as we're in two years, do I, I don't think, think it's we'll the same kind of it? website? But yeah. Oh, it's a different. What kind of website is? Is it? Uh. I don't know. The kind that you visit frequently or not? It says people, like the magazine owns it. Huh. We've just got so many good social media platforms. I think we can, we can do without Twitter. We've still got Facebook, which is great. Do you guys want to put some we've of these videos TikTok. on TikTok? We'll get young. Yeah, we've got OnlyFans. There are just so many different options out there <laughs> at our disposal. Do you think you could make money off of you eating egg salad sandwiches on OnlyFans. Hey, like ASMR. Someone would, would somebody, <laughs> there would be some, some listeners, would you, okay, stop, 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 stop. Ooh, that sound. Yeah, don't make oh, that. Oh, it makes me so uncomfortable. Don't make, don't make that sound. Ever again, as a matter of fact, not just for this moment, just ever again. Ugh. Why'd you make it right into the microphone? That was the point. I wanted you to hear it. <sighs> oh, God. That's the random question today, brought to Thank you by the window sourcer. Thanks for the question, Cody. Really, really appreciate that, man. Um, I, I, I saw some more bad news, though, come out in the last 30 minutes or so. Oh, no. What is it? And it has to do with the updated weather situation. I think we can all relate to this a little bit. Uh, starting at 3 o'clock today, there's, there's a chance of some even some sleet, some Excuse mix. me? And then around 10 o'clock, there's a chance we could start getting snow, and maybe some areas could have two... To three inches of snow, and I'm not ready for this. I'm not happy. We should this. do something about it. We should. Now, what do you recommend we do? Create a weather machine, Nick, or I, just pretend like it, it doesn't exist? Wear shorts. What do you want to do here? I do not like it one bit. I know. Forty-one news tweeted out. Brace yourself, KC. We are in for some winter. Three p.m. Rain and snow mix. Snow spreads from southwest. Ten o'clock. Snow likely to start falling if it gets below thirty-two. From midnight to 7 a.m. tomorrow, one to two inches of snow expected. Keep an eye on road conditions. You and I have an event to go to tonight. I don't want snow tonight. This is not the night for it. Now, the event is indoors, fortunately. I mean, yeah, it's November. Who's having outdoor events in November? Are there people doing that? Some events. Actually, I think Dusty Likens sent out a tweet this weekend that said he went to an outdoor ceremony. Like, oh, for this a wedding? previous weekend, yes. Wow. How big of a discount did you get cut on that? <laughs> like, just, just, just real quick. What do you think you have to pay for an outdoor November wedding in Kansas City? Because that better be 50, 60, 75% off if you are risking hoping for good November outdoor weather. Why are you shaming people for trying to save a little bit maybe of money that's on when wedding they costs? Maybe that's cheap. when they and were Nick able to book the event. doesn't think there should be any wedding in the fall months. He's made that very clear. No, I didn't. No, I've said that. Gold said that, yes. I, I have Not said, me. You yeah, said me. Fine. But I, Gold does. Yeah, I have said that I, I don't think if if you're someone that enjoys sports, or I just my I the wedding will not be in fall. Okay? Not will not be on a Saturday or Sunday in, in the fall. That's all. That's you're gonna all. be a summer or a spring. What wedding? about like a yeah. Thursday night wedding? <laughs> no, not Thursday night. You wouldn't go to a wedding on a Thursday? 
Who has some? Who's getting married on a Just Thursday in October? Hypothetically, <laughs> that's a little. I weird. mean, I would. I don't know why they're having a Thursday that's wedding, I, but that's fine. I mean, if you went out of town, I think it'd be a lot different. I think you'd choose any day if you're asking people to go out of town. Yeah, that I because think then there's no real difference. I don't like the idea of making a bunch of people spend a ton of money to go fly to your, like like if you're doing a wedding like in I got Can- out of town, Cancun so or whatever. Be careful here. Yeah, but I wouldn't be yeah, very careful. I didn't make anybody do anything. If you're they gonna have the choice, if you're gonna have your immediate family, sure. But I like if you're gonna have a wedding in Hawaii, I think it, it needs to just be then the smaller gathering. You're asking people to fly to Hawaii for your wedding is a bit much, unless you're gonna pony up some money. That's all. Now, if it's your family, that's different. It was like thirty people. Like if I had a wedding in Hawaii and I and I invited Nick and you and you, I, I think it's just a choice. You can't be mad if we don't go, but it's fine you, if we would do. You, would you go? I mean, I want to go to Hawaii, so probably you would go. It'd be like an excuse to Nick, go. If your wedding is because you're, you're obviously next up here, very closely, you're going to get married very very soon. <laughs> uh, if your wedding was in Hawaii, one, would you invite us, and two, would you expect us to come? I would invite you, oh, and I would ins- I would expect you to you come. You would. I yes. would go. If you invited me to your wedding, wherever it's at, wherever, anywhere. Wow. I would be there, Nick. What if I got married in Taiwan? And I'd be like, why are you having your wedding in Taiwan? But you still but show. I'd find a way. I did look up. You can't. <laughs> Nick can't get married while he's in Europe. They require a residency requirement of 21 days. He won't be there long enough. But he can't get engaged oh, in Europe and then get married when he comes back. Well, yeah, he's got. He's going to get engaged first. I'm not yeah. getting engaged in Europe, guys. <laughs> oh, that's break, quite the breaking news sounder. Please, <laughs> that's confirmed. Not that is, happening. That is confirmed. She not knows happening. this. Yes. In fact, it was her uh, demand that I not propose <laughs> to her. Specific demand. Yes. Oh man. Okay. Many, many, many times. Not like in a good way. Not that anything's wrong. She just doesn't want. Yeah. You. She's like, I don't want to. Yeah. She just doesn't want to do it. It's way a bit cliche. Like, look at us yeah. going on our first overseas well, she's, vacation. Well, she's told me like I don't want to be proposed to in public. Like, she doesn't want oh. a bunch of people to be around. The good news is that takes, there's like no pressure on the trip now. You guys can just enjoy it. Not stressing out about, hey, you know you're going to propose to her five even, days into the it trip. It wasn't even in my head until you guys brought it up. <laughs> you <laughs> guys are the ones that planted the seed. <laughs> Wait, so us saying it prompted you to have a conversation with her about it? No, you guys We're brought helping. it up and multiple people brought it up. And then I said it something to her. Well, I I'm like, everybody, everyone, assumption. I told her, I go, everybody thinks I'm preparing, proposing a- to you in Europe. And she said, don't. Well, yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I think it was a fair assumption, though. <laughs> I think it was a fair assumption. Like you're, if you're together for two years and you're going on an overseas trip, just the two of you to Europe. I if you said Paris, I would have made it more and, likely or whatever. But, you know, and over Christmas, like, yeah, I mean, it all fits. Christmas European vacation is like pretty much a made-for-TV engagement movie. I yeah, don't know. I, I don't <laughs> live in a TV show. Um, <laughs> text line is just not being nice to Nick today, nor is the Facebook comments. I'll, I'll get to the latest comment and uh, remind you guys to watch the show on Facebook as well. But up next, we get right back into the defense, and audio fun bag from the weekend has a very emotional quarterback. This is Cody and Gold, brought to you by KC Bobcat. Rent or own from KC Bobcat in Blue Springs, Olathe, or Tracy. Don't miss Patrick Mahomes and CDOT on The Drive every Monday at 2.15. This season on your official broadcast partner, the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the 
Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.